so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Marseille View. I uh, hope everybody's having a good summer. Uh, we've certainly enjoyed some time off. Uh, I think we all we all mentioned on the award show that we were we, we all needed a bit of a break from OM, but but this club uh, has a way of of keeping things interesting and drawing you back in and getting you optimistic again, which is good in recent times. I mean, we've suffered a lot over the last ten years, but um, tonight we're basically going to cover the new recruits, uh, some of the departures some of the context around the Champions League qualifying rounds, um, trying to, to not go too long. Uh, and with me, counting on them to, to keep me in line, I've got Charles. How are you, mate? Hi, good evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Just back from holidays, two weeks in London, and then off to Croatia again. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm monitoring my two weeks of the Great British Summer. Uh, yeah, it's it's raining like hell. It's pouring right as rain, awful. Yep. I tried to have a beer tonight. And how's, it's uh, rain. <laughs> how's the weather in Finland, Julia? It's pretty okay. You know, I'm not very demanding. Uh, you give you give me a uh, 20 Celsius and uh, not too much rain, I'm, and I'm happy. So I I have that. I have that. I'm all right. I'm all right. Oh, good. I like when it's cool. You know. <laughs> yeah, I I struggle with the heat too. I mean, I. Uh, was in um, in Camargue in the south of France for a wedding over the weekend. It was it's 35 degrees and 25 in the evening, and my, my body's not equipped to deal with that. I mean, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess you can get used to it, but I'm like usually on like the cold I prefer. And uh, I guess you know, hopefully, I guess in the UK that's that's the luxury, right? If OM come and play here, you know that you're you're never going to be too warm when you go to an away game here. So uh, we'll cover that in a bit because there may be a possibility of a British draw. But to begin, um, when we last recorded, it was the awards show. Um, I think we all we all did a bit of a, a recap of the season and stuff, but we all we, we did say, right, we hadn't yet turned to the new season because it was it was closing the chapter on last season. Uh, the new season brings with it same old, but but not really. I mean, a new manager yet again, the third one in three years. Um, we we seem to be, be killing them as we go along. I think Trudeau said the pressure got to him. Um, I think I think every manager, AVB said it right. You come to this club for two years and it's like you've been somewhere else for five to ten years. Like it is what it is. But we have Marcelino now as the manager, um, fresh out of La Liga. I know that Steph did a, a, a great special um, with, with a friend of ours, which was really helpful. Decrypts his game and stuff, but. I guess, are you, how do we feel? Um, how do we three feel? I mean, I'm sure the others have feelings, but they're not they're not with us recording tonight. But um, I think the context, you know, remember that, that a lot of the media 
has always said, oh, he's 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 uh, Pablo and Roberta's mate. He, you know, he's 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 uh, he's the, the easy choice, and it's only because we we failed to get Gallardo and all of that. But you've got other sources saying no, he was always number one, and the rest were smoke screens and whatever. But I guess Charles, we'll start with you. How, how do you feel about Marcelino? I've always been a big fan of his Villarreal, um, and then Valencia as well. Um, I mean, it's it is a great manager. The only problem I have is that he's never been managing outside Spain. Um, is incredibly tactically aware. Um, is is a very good tactician, I have to say. As a manager, most of my as players are saying like he's getting the best out of them. I mean, we can counter like the number of strikers who have just been under his and they have turned into, I mean, a one-season scoring machine, and then they moved to the club and they did absolutely nothing. Um, I like the fast-paced transitioning that he has. It's not going to be as entertaining as uh, Tudor, I would say. Uh, but I guess if you want to uh, increase the level of discipline and professionalism in the club, I think he's the right manager. If you think you are close on being on the grasp of getting a trophy, which is something we missed for the last two seasons. We are getting closer, closer, but now I think like we are really close to it. I think he's the right manager to, to get that extra step and because he can get that extra mile from the player, from having one day having a tactical kind of a coup, a tactical, yeah, um, advantage he could get over one game, over potentially a game against Tottenham or the Spurs at home, whatever. I think he's the man to do that. I'm not sure it's going to be the most entertaining football. I think the Velodrome might not be as far up as he was last season. Um, but for all those fans we'll be claiming, we want a trophy, we want a trophy. I think he's capable of bringing that. So that's my hope for the season. I, I, I've got, yeah, I've got um, similar opinions, but Julien, uh, do you feel the same way? Are you optimistic? Yeah, like... Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a biggest uh, specialist of uh, Marcelino. Like I have seen, in all in all, quite rarely his team plays. Uh, uh, so so um, I'm, I'm I'm all going with what I've heard from you know from everywhere and etc. And the general um, the general uh, sound of what I've heard is uh, you know I, I find it very optimistic globally. Um, I remember uh, we had uh, this um, this this uh, Spanish journalist who who talked to us about Marcelino and he, and he knew him much better than uh, than I do and he sounded very optimistic for for good reason about Marcelino and uh, that's also what I've heard like um, um, what what I'm a bit surprised is is that yeah I I, um, I thought maybe he was a bit more attacking uh, attacking than than that and apparently he's really not like apparently. It's wow. is not exactly like um like Atletico like a Atletico kind of style, but somewhere there, you know, like closer to that than than let's say a Tudor or etc. So um so that's not it. Maybe the, the the style of football I'm the most crazy about myself, but as 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 you go as you guys both said, I am no uh, it's time it's time to win a title or or titles if possible it's time to capitalize on on all what we've been saying about us trying to be a serious club and uh 
and more professional in all in all aspect and to play this modern football uh, uh very athletic and and etc and he's definitely he's definitely uh, the right coach for that so um, so I, I full trust in him and uh, and I hope uh, I hope uh, it's a it's a new phase of of a few seasons for a change of success for the club starting now with yeah, Marseille. Let's, let's I hope. think it's um, sorry Ben. I think it really reminds me of the transition from from Gareth to Deschamps. We all love Gareth, the football he was playing. Like when Deschamps came, we were like, well, we can't have this kind of aggressive football, and we need to. A bit more modern, becoming more adaptive to the game, and that's why it's happening between Tudor and and Marcelino. Is just a way to defending. I mean, Tudor didn't hesitate to put seven, eight players ahead of the ball, individual marking everywhere. You got beaten by a striker. There's no safety net. Marcelino is like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to hesitate to have like a mid-level block, zonal marking, but if we have to attack, we're going to attack. And so that transition really reminds me of the. Uh, Gareth Deschamps, um, but the problem is that obviously if you don't win the title like Deschamps does, <laughs> there's nothing left. So just a boring football, um, and you're just left with with what Tudor have done. Just like you know what, the football last year was just amazing. You draw those comparison, and that could be a bit um, damaging for for Marcelino if at the end you don't get the title. But I mean, it's not as boring as Deschamps. Don't get me wrong. It's just more what I'm saying, like. You end up some kind of a transition from a very exciting football to maybe less exciting football, but maybe more suited to win a title. And at the, at the end, you don't get a title. You just drew the comparison from last season. At least last year, we had some fun, which might not happen this year with Marcelino. But we'll see. I mean, you, you, you kind of stole my thunder there. I was going to make the same comparison, <clears throat> but but not just not just at the coach level, right? At the, at the club level, because... Yeah. You look at our behaviour on the transfer market, and and yeah, we've we've wheeled and dealed. I mean, we've signed more players in in the last two summers than than over some of the five past seasons, right? And that, and it's worked out. In, in majority, it's worked out. We've debated many times those that didn't work out, those that did. But <coughs> Pablo and Ribalta clearly have a plan, and it it feels the same. I, I agree with you. The echoes from Gerrits, um it's maybe not as it was a, a smoother transition because. We were close to the title, much closer than we were last season or with Sampoli under Gerets, but we, you know, we just, it, it just happened that we came up against, uh, uh, you know, vintage Bordeaux, excuse my pun, but, you know, Gourcuff and, and, and Blanc and Diawaran and Djaran, and that team was just the, the right group of individuals and we, we were still building and, and they just were better, but we were close, very close. Um, and then what happened? Not only did Deschamps sign, but but Dassi came in, and we we know the consequences and stuff, and we can't, you know, you can't condone without condemning the spending and stuff. But suddenly, you know, we weren't signing the Baki Kone and, and those types of players. We went we went all out and got fucking Lucho Gonzalez, we got Heinze, we got Javara, you know, and then suddenly it was like we we we've realised and Dassi realised and and maybe Margarita obviously was clueless and was poorly advised at the time, but they just let loose and said right. We're going to keep the spine of the squad, but we're going to add a top quality experienced player per line. And, and so far, this window is is the same, right? I mean, mm. we'll talk about the recruits in a minute, but Kondogbia, you know, two, last season was was a bit injured and, and didn't feature as much. But the season before, many Atletico fans said he was their best player. Um, and this guy's he's got, you know, 30 plus Champions League games under his belt. Aubameyang, the same. Um 
so suddenly you're looking at it differently and you're going wow okay yeah we're, we're just I don't think we're going to overhaul the squad massively this summer like we did the last two years we're going to fine-tune it and bring in those 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 additions those quality over quantity players that really cut you on the map in terms of give you a bit of of, of experience in the dressing room but also give you a bit of more mental tenacity because last year we saw the limits and the year before right when it's all physical all run run and you have relatively experienced manager like inexperienced manager like Trudor we we all well Charles you predicted it at the beginning of the season but it 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 had it had you know you were always thinking yeah we're on the high we're on the high but but it's going to backfire at some point because it's the M and then it, it did inevitably but it could have been a lot worse but Marcelino feels like that safe pair of hands, that manager you bring in who who can can build on what we've we've seen the last two years, which is the players. You know they've they've learned a lot about, as you said, Charles and, and Julien, you said it too about the exigence. You know about the level of expectation of yeah their professionalism, their physical work. OM has, has now we would all hope turned the corner, and now the next job for Marcelino is to is to get them being a bit more streetwise, a bit more pragmatic and and you know, for example, if I was to compare the type of that goal we conceded against Tottenham against um, in, at the Villodrome in the last minute, Marcelino, that would never happen because he would have straight he would have taken taken the decision much early in the game to to take the draw and go into the Europa League, for example. So it it feels like, and I think we're, just to summarise and we'll move on to the signings. For me, it feels like we're, we're back to a more sort of classic safe experienced manager and not not so much a, a bit of a cowboy or a bit of a you know someone with a, with a chip on their shoulder and a very big ego and personality that, that feels like they've got something to prove um and let's hope that it, it brings success yeah amen and that's it <laughs> amen but to conclude so we we now move on to the signings and it's, it's this club man like it's it's crazy isn't it because it's always the same it's like the, the transfer window starts and we know who's leaving so Tavares left thank, thank god um hilariously he's been linked to PSG I'd love that to happen but we'll see um and then there were there were a couple of other low knees and then um Streetman's contracts finally finished finally <laughs> um Amavi and Lirola and Conrad came back and were very quickly shown put in put in the uh, you know the, the, the disabled car park car park. So um, it's very unlikely that well they're, they're not training with the squad they haven't travelled so they're not going to come back in the squad. But we basically knew uh, with Caboreos were leaving as well we knew that our needs were fullbacks uh, strikers with Sanchez still being uh, a bit of an enigma we don't know what's going to happen there as of yet. Um, and then a couple of departures as well in the last few days. So the transfer window, oh, it had barely opened. Um, I remember we've been saying for months that maybe the club was waiting to see what happened with Gay, uh, and that's now come to, to a, a, a really good conclusion for him, where our, tra- our, our suspensive transfer ban's been lifted and Gay's been fined and suspended. The club may appeal, but they may not because they're worried about the, um, the, the sanction being being harsher if they do so we'll see but that means after, that after they sorry. say like they are after they say they're not appealing um they, they said they reserve the right to appeal but i, I okay, suspect sorry. they won't i suspect they won't in their it's quite a good outcome it's just they can't sell gay at this transfer window but at least they're not banned from yeah it, so. but he's i mean he's i think he's only got 
two years left on his contract. So we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe you'd loan him out at the last minute because his his ban is effective from from when they pronounced it, which was last week. So in October he can play again, basically end of October. But anyway, very quickly. Um, and kind of out of nowhere, and 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 also you could argue, right? I don't know about you guys, but kind of in a position where did we really need to sign players because we've got a lot? Um, we we did a pretty cheap deal for Geoffrey Condogbia from Atletico Madrid. Um, I mean, I've got I'm I'm really happy about it. I'm not going to go on because I, I monologue too much, but I'm really happy with that signing. Um, not just the profile of physical and and very prone to intercept but he can he can play make as well and it, it I think it's going to bring us some variety from the, the Rongier Bertoupe pair I don't know who's going to be affected and who's going to fall out of the 11 because we don't yet really know the system that Marcelino is going to adapt but um, it, I, I really like this profile of signing experience powerful can shoot from distance can score um, Julien what do you feel I mean is he are you happy with the signing first of all and is he an improvement on the squad? <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm very satisfied with the signings. Uh, I'm I'm expecting to see uh, to see. I already saw a bit of him in the in the in the friendly, but it's it's very early days. But but on paper, I'm um, I'm very exciting. Yes, for me, it's definitely an, an improvement. Uh, He's uh, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's not uh, close. Like he's a definitely an experienced uh, Champions League level player, and uh, and in in that position, and the maybe closest we had to that was uh, was um, uh, Vertu, but but Kondogbia is, is something else, really. I think uh, um, I think we're going to appreciate a lot. We are going to appreciate a lot his. His physicality and his uh, and the fact also like how important is he as um as a, as an important cog in uh you know in 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 your defensive and like middle play uh, uh, system in the team and he's very reliable hasn't got many injuries I was a bit worried maybe like over uh, Marseille fan about his uh, his you know reaching 30 and his his, his physicals but Apparently, from the echoes I've had, uh, like he's he's not a you know he's not finished at all. He's 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 fine. He's not a he's not a yeah, he's man, not the beginning of the end. Also, yeah. Some yeah. some of um. So just to add, I mean, some of the crap I read when he signed was oh Jabu two point oh. I mean, that's bullshit, man. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. That's there. There is no, no, no. There, there, there's nothing like that. There's there hasn't been any any serious injuries to mention like. Like you know, recurring uh, muscular or etc. That that would be very annoying. Like uh, from what I've heard, you know. Um, and you know, like yeah, globally, I think it's it's a, it's a class player, and um, and I'm 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 happy he's on board. Um, yeah, and I think also no problem with the mentality, with everything. Like hardworking, a good guy. No, no, excellent, excellent signing. Charles, just jump in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just looking at the stats, and um, it's interesting. I mean, it's the thing that you can't really rely on stats for for Kondogbia because he has barely played over the last uh, year. So if you go on FBRF, like the stats look really, uh, I mean, they look really shit. But um, his defensive 
um, kind of uh, actions or stats still look like top decide uh, on a global basis against other midfielders in line with Rongier. But actually, if you look at what Rongier progressive carries, everything is done better, which is a bit surprising. So I would not to rely on, on stats for conduct. <laughs> yeah, we all know he's, a, he's a definitely a better player than Veretout and Rongier, better skills. Um, and I guess like we're going to, I guess, about to discuss with Red and Lodi, I mean, those guys know exactly what a 4-4-2 means, what their role needs to be in a 4-4-2. It's very different. I mean, the four in, in Tudor football, it was all about uh, the full packs and the little is a wing, it's just for them. And Roger and Veretout's only job was just to block, uh, make the first pass and just to block. It's something very different. The winger and the wing backs, the full back needs to work together as a pair. So number six or eight needs to carry the ball or progress the ball, helped be the third man up front. So he asked way more from a central midfielder and, and from a full back than what used to be. So that's why you, you mentioned about like, I mean, fine tuning. I think it's not fine tuning in that situation because we're really moving from a system to the system. So I guess they're going to justify Longueur to make a lot of turn the team. Um, sorry, I'm kind of going a bit far away, drifting a bit away from that. But just to talk about Kondogbia, he brings experience we need in midfield. He progresses on a different profile, much better, complete player. Left-footed, something we didn't have as well, which is important if you want to find the striker more, more rapidly, more fastly. Um, no, it's, it's a great addition. Um, the total package is quite expensive at his age. I mean, if you look at the salary plus transfer. But once again, when we signed, like you said, Enzo, or when we signed, uh, I mean, any Lucho Gonzalez, I mean, did it really matter? It was more expensive. So, it was more expensive. And, and I mean, he's what? How old is Kondogia? 29? Oh, really? I thought he was, he was over 30. 29, or maybe he already reached 30, yeah. Yeah, he's maybe 30. Yeah. I mean, so, so okay, cool. 93. So, how much did we sign him for? Eight million? Eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. C- uh, uh, can you guys recall uh, a similar age player we signed five years ago for, for, for 10 times no. the problem? Well, not 10 times. I'm but... talking about the yeah. total package, like including salary. Yeah, of course. He's on, but, but, he's on but... 7 million euros a year and he got a five years, four years contract. So okay, so yeah, similar, similar plus... to Heretou, yeah. basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so he's taking... He's taking basically Streetman's place in the salary grid, but he costs us a fraction of the price. Um, yeah, and he's and, uh, and, and he's not finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, he's, and he, he still he's has not knees. A, he still happens. Yeah, to exactly. Have yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have a a, a new thing. But I guess we're we'll finished on that. Is, one. Very to contract is until 2025. Conduct base 2027. Yeah, but but it's, it's it is what it is. But I guess it's we'll see. There could be. The thing is, with that age, right, and, the, and look at the market now with the Saudis and stuff, maybe he has a really good season uh, a la La Sanadjara. Let's imagine. Remember La Sanadjara with us. And then imagine okay. imagine Saudi comes knocking for 15 million and you're winning. But, but we'll see. But in any case, it sounds like we're all agreeing that, that positive signing. Um, and, and let's dive into uh, Lodi next, right? Sorry, uh, go ahead. Sorry, just one more thing. And you know, you just mentioned Saudi, and I can't stop thinking about how Seiko Fofana just physically physically destroyed us in both legs last year. I mean, you look at Vrongé Vertu, like uh, Lomu used to look at 
rugby players and wingers like, yeah, I'm going to just walk over you. And he won't do that with Contopia. And he wants again. Yeah, but he's gone. He's gone more... anyway. So good for fun. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, well, my point is like in Champions League or where we're aiming to be. I mean, it's not normal that Roger and Veretu can cannot do anything against this kind of a physicality. When you have Kondobia Kondobia is that player. Kondobia is supposed to be our exactly. profile, I imagine, right? That's it. Exactly. That's the equivalent. Exactly. So it's and he can progress the ball as well as Veretu, if not better. And so, he can shoot. He can actually shoot and score. Yeah, no, it's a great signing. I love it. Um, despite being and, Paris Saint-Germain, but that, that won't be the first one. Nah, it doesn't matter. We've <laughs> had many of them. Loric Sana, come on. Uh, I mean, yeah. Get okay, yeah. Be- behind sh- I, behind every Sana, there's a Fiorez, but hey, <laughs> let's not go there. Let's move on to Lodi then from the same club. I mean, we needed a left back because Tavares left. Um and Kolasinac left, which was a bit disappointing, but not really. I mean, I don't blame him. You know, the guy's getting on a bit. He clearly would have struggled in a 4-4-2. He was out of contract. Um, I was very, he, you know, he had the poor first six months with us. He had a great season last year. Thanks for everything. Goodbye. But, yeah, I I, I didn't quite know what to expect. I think, uh, as well as Kondogbia, we, we didn't know the budget and, and we, we we just all we've heard is that the finances are much healthier Longoria said that <coughs> compared to when he took over we don't know what that means we don't know if that means we can go out and spend 70 million but but allegedly last season the year before the finances were unhealthy and we did a lot of transactions so the fact is we went out and got Renan Lodi he was on, on loan at Nottingham Forest last season I, I saw a few of his games um, and we had some feedback in the group. It's, I mean, he only got one assist, but Forest were a team that signed like, like similar to him, really. They signed like 18 new players last summer, and they managed to stay up at, at, in, in the last few um, match days. And from what I, I heard, and, and the people that, that watch Forest regularly, that he was a big part of that because he was he was very solid defensively. He wasn't really having much luck down the wing and stuff, but his physicality and his sort of profile and also the way that, that Nottingham Forest had to adapt their system. He was he was one of the um I think Charlie you can you can probably check the stats, but I think on the second half of the season he was in like the top ten of, of Premier League left backs in terms of defensive stats. Yeah, um, but definitely. in a, yeah in any case, um you know the guy's regularly in the Brazil squad. He's still pretty young. It wasn't a huge investment and um, I just I'd like the profile of the signing. Really, we still we're still short uh, a fullback who can maybe play on both sides or, or one for each side. But it looks like our two starters are pretty cemented with Klus and, and Lodi. And um, again, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a step up in quality. I mean, we we, we got Tavares on loan. We had Kolasinac as a sort of free signing from Arsenal for the last 18 months, and then suddenly we go out and buy this guy. Again, from the uh, you know the Atletico Madrid school of, of of Simeone with with discipline and the guys played in Europe and he's played in he played in the last World Cup and stuff. So happy with the signing? Is it a step up from Tavares? I don't even need your answer. I mean, we're all going to say yes, but does it? Um, I guess Charles, just very quickly, does it make sense with with Marcelino board? This yeah, I mean, it's a El Cholo school of four four two. So that's what we need. Ineos to pair with his winger. He knows how to cross without the need to dribble his defender. Um, he knows how to defend. He knows how to protect the box. Um, 
to me, what's key is because we're going to talk a lot about the signings, but I'm just really concerned about the age of the squad. I know you need to, you can't have like a 24 average, 20th average squad, but something I do just want to end up with is a lot of people around 30 with a lot of salary, high salary, high wage bill, and Lodi is only 25. If he does well, it could be our um, fullback for the last, for the next two to three years. So to me, having this young guy on the left side is key, uh, is discipline, is adapt to Europe. Um, he went to, we can send it back to the Premier League if he because he did well with Nottingham if he needs to be. So it's, it's, I mean, I'm was very surprised that no one else went on the profile. Um, I'm just glad we managed to poach him. Um, I mean, it, it looks like a Nottingham didn't ask much more for him offensively. It was more like defensively. You mm. have to do more this year under Marcelino, but he got the pace, he got the cross quality, he got everything. So it's to me, it's like a no-brainer. If you can do that, it was a no-brainer. Yeah, for Liga, it makes sense. And and I think a few people said it in the group, isn't it? But it's quite interesting that after the the Arsenal connection, when we got you know Kolasinac, Gendouzi, uh, even Sanchez, I guess in a way indirectly. Nice um, Roma. Yeah, and Roma with, with Under and, and Lopez. And, and now it's the Letico Madrid connection. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's a bit of a step up, right? I mean, I, I, I follow Arsenal in the UK. I think they've really improved recently. But for three, four years ago, they were they were in the desert. Um, Roma is, is, they've won a trophy under Mourinho, which doesn't happen for them. And they're, they're you know, they're respected club and stuff, but they're, they're not quite Atletico Madrid standard. I mean, we're talking about a club that, that is, is regularly in the Champions League quarterfinals, semifinals. They've won, what is it, two Europa Leagues over the last five years or something? And they won La Liga three years ago. So, Well, Lodi was Lodi was an important <laughs> part of, of the team that helped them win La Liga. Exactly. And um, we're talking about a guy who, who helped who was uh, like um, a, a starting player of Atletico team who win La Liga and a player who who participated in the in the Champions League uh, tie against United. Uh, that's this this sort of player we are we have we have attracted now um, at OM uh, like 25 years old. Uh, no, no, it's a, I don't know. I'm I'm very happy about the Kondogbia signing, but Lodi, it's I have very few reserves. I'm very, very, very satisfied. I'm I'm extremely surprised almost that that we got that. But it, and especially in um in a row like in on the left where the where the the competition is fierce for a team like us, you know, who are not a Premier League team and. And where so many good teams out of the Premier League, let's say, are struggling to have like really quality players who bring, you know, like the 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 package of of, of attacking skills and very solid defense def- defensive skills. It's very very uh, difficult resource to find to have a quality player like that. And it seems like we just uh, got one of them. So no, I'm 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 over the moon about this one. Yeah, I'm very, like very a, happy. It, yeah, it feels like a coup. I agree with you. The profile, it's a coup. Price, it's a coup. It's definitely a coup. I mean, we have to wait, of course, and uh, there will be the the you know the, the pitch will talk. Pitch. And, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah I but, agree. But 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 on yeah, paper, but, on paper, it's a coup. 
It is. It, it, and I mean, we compare too much. And I think we're all, we all live in the past too much as OM fans. We have seen because suddenly we haven't won anything for, for over 10 years. But, um, you know, it, it feels a bit like the Aspilicueta coup. I mean, Aspilicueta was a bit different because he, I, I didn't know him at the time. I follow a lot of football, but I, ne- I barely heard of the guy. And Deschamps saw him. Yeah, that's, and, a, and we all yeah, that is a, that, that's a good, I think it's a good, um, Parallel, it could yeah. be a good. Um, uh, allusion, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll Why see, not? we'll see. But um, oh, let's yeah. hope he's gonna stay even longer than Aspie. <laughs> well, well, if 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 yeah. he if he yeah. doesn't, let's hope we sell him for for a profit, right? Because we signed him for thirteen or fourteen million, and if he has a good season, as you said, you know, you know, good left backs are hard to come by, and and you could be looking at yeah. twenty five million, thirty sell. But I don't want, you know, we 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 hate being bankers, as you say. We we would love to think that players like OM and stay in, but we don't need to sell because our our, our finances are better. I mean, we're not young, let's face it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Let's see. Happy with that signing. On to the next one. Ben, oh. sorry, so sorry, just sorry. I want yeah. I don't want to be too long, but I just wanted to add something. You know, um, you know, we mentioned about moving from the Arsenal Roma to now Atletico, but. Mm. I mean, it's you can blame Longoria. I, I know he's playing the turnover because he wants to make more transfer fees. He probably wants to a lot of his friends to enjoy a lot of transfer fees, whatever. But you can't say that he doesn't have sport and football also in his mind when he's making kind of a transfer. He knows Marcelino type of football. He exactly profiles the right players for Marcelino football. So yeah, it's changing. Football type of football we want to play from a year to another, but he puts the right player for the coach, and that's to me is more, I mean I would love him not to be involved in kind of a dodgy deal so whatever and maybe to have like a team we can relate to because you got the same player for two three years but at least he's putting the right players under the arm of the right manager and Lodi conduct behind all the signings we're going to talk about now they make sense, a lot of sense. And yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. it to us, it looks like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. It could be good left back. It makes a lot of sense. Like last year when close sign, because mm. Tudor type of football, it made a lot of sense. So once again, maybe I'm just saying something about Marcelino drifting away, but I'm just mm-hmm. happy that those, because it would be an ego, whatever. Those players would be signed just for the sake of giving transfer fee to his friends. Here at least he's giving transfer fee, but he's bringing the right type of player. So I'm happy with that. Yeah, not not mate. Let, let's I'll, I'll go a step further. It's not just the right profile for the coach. It makes sense from an OM point of view. It, it, it's not stupid money. It's a coherent profile, right age, not a stupid salary, and and the you know potential resale value is exponential if he comes good. So not only from a coach point of view, but I I, I could not care less if Longoria and Ribalta hired the, the fucking grandmothers to work at the club. As long as it's in the interest of the club and and we're successful, then nobody will care about that stuff. So I agree with you 100%. <clears throat> but the next one, Shal, Shal, you're going to get the forum because <laughs> you you're, you're probably the, the controversial opinion on this one. But out of nowhere, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I mean, I'm mixed. Um, for, for many reasons, I guess we're going to talk about them now. But Charles, give us you—you—you you, you start off with the negativity, and then we'll try and be positive. Okay, so let's say that Aubameyang is a great player. 
it come at a great deal. He's going to so- score a lot of goals. But to me, because I'm also looking at the attitude, I'm looking at also the players who wear the jerseys. Jersey means something. And Longoria is talking about professionalism, extra discipline. I'm sorry, Aubameyang doesn't tick all the boxes from that point of view. And there's a lot of players with similar profile, maybe not with the same level of experience, but there are a lot of players who can do what Aubameyang is doing without his issues with discipline and his reputation. And so to me, like, I, I would like to relate to a player. And even if he scored 10, 15 goals, I'll be super happy. But I can't say like, yeah, Aubameyang should not wear the OM shirt because it doesn't, it's not linked to our values. And maybe, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just a one-off at Arsenal, but he was not only a one-off at Arsenal. He was pretty much everywhere he went. Maybe he has changed once again. If you can change at the age of 30, you know, 30, I mean, maybe he learned from Barcelona, from Chelsea. Maybe he's now learned. And sorry, I'm just going to be wrong on the man. Um, but to me, the whole, when you say Aubameyang, I'm going to see him wearing the number 10. Just like, that's not the type of player I want to see uh, wearing the jersey. And you have a lot of similar players, similar profile. Uh, so it comes at a cheap price with a lot of experience. So it ticks a lot of boxes. But I've got this sour flavor at the bottom of my mouth. I just can't get rid of it. So say glad he's going to score bang, a lot of goals for a season. Everyone's going to be just, happy. Um, so, it, it, so sorry if I interrupt you. Like the, um, the thing you... Um, you have against he, against him like um are they like uh you know facts because i must say i'm not a, i'm not tricking you or anything huh? it's just that um i would like to know more because i'm not very interested about all uh outside of the pitch uh, life life things of players or gossips or or things like that i i, I follow that very not very closely so I'm not familiar, especially with Obama Young. I've heard that people say, yeah, he's a strong character and et cetera. But um, you you have quite strong words because you're talking about like, you know, don't want, don't really want to see him with the jersey. So among the doubts that you have or the things, do you have like actual strong facts, like proven, there, there, there are like, plenty, Julien, you know, there, big there are problems? Plenty. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, it's okay. not problems, right? But but I think, it, I mean, to bridge the gap, I mean... Are we talking about, like, partying and drinking and no, stuff like no, that? No, yeah, and, but, but who cares? They they all do that. But it's, at, at Arsenal, he would turn up late for training or, or he would turn up late to, to you know, the causerie before the game on match day and then he'd get dropped or benched from the squad because as a sanction because he was late. So it, it, it's, it's things Gabon. like that. Yeah, Gabon, Gabon as well is in the national squad. It's a joke. Uh, he, so he's been guilty of that, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know about you guys. Does that remind you of another player we've had recently? Uh, oh, they oh, actually played together. A legend? Oh, no, no, no. Don't oh, legend, legend. We have to to talk about the legend. You have to. We will at the end. Time. We will at the end. But let's let's um let's put finish on the on the signings. But but look, yes, he he he's been guilty of that. I agree. Charles is right. And and to contextualise. I, I had the same feelings initially, um, and it's more, I think you've got to contextualise. I mean, the fact that, that Charles and, and myself and others have this level of expectation shows you how far Rome has come, because I think Charles' main worry, to summarise, is that, shit, we've made so much progress on professionalism and, and getting the squad to, you know, to actually 
step up and, and be cohesive and understand that you have to be physically fit and you have to be on time at training and, and all of this stuff in the last couple of years. I think Charlotte and myself a little bit less, but, uh, you know, we're looking at this, this signing going, well, that doesn't make sense because you're signing someone who's got a reputation of not taking things too seriously after a few months when he gets bored. And usually it's not in his first season. It's usually after one one season or 18 months, he starts, he starts fucking about. But in any case, I think it's a gamble. I, I, I'll go as far as saying that based on the reason Charles has just given and, and what I've just said, it's probably one of, one of, if not the most controversial signing of the Longoria period because of all of his 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 dialogue and his his what he says in press conferences about oh we expect players to be professional the OM institution is above all and everybody has to be exemplary and then you go out and sign this guy who's got a reputation so I'd like to think that they've they've sounded him out and that they've told him you know don't don't mess about because this is OM and and if you do mess about you'll be gone and and the fans will probably come and, and raid your house but you never know Very so. Yeah, that's I, I, it. I think to, to summarize my view, I think we reach a level. We've been went some so far to reach a level. Now we don't have to pro- compromise on our values, and to me that's disappointing. We'll see. I, I, it would I be five years ago. I would be begging to get up on Young. I agree. Now I I'm just like I don't you. want to make those compromises now. I I, I want to wait and see. I mean, um, again, does he have a similar reputation you know, when man, he joined that? I mean, Aubameyang is going to walk on the pitch, going to score 15. In Marseille football, it's going to cost 15, 20, like easily. But like, what's going to happen when things going to be difficult? When it's going to start being old? When VTA is going to score scoring more goals? Is Marseille decided he's not happy with him turning late because he had a party in Aix-en-Provence and starting to put in a bench? Yeah, what's exactly. going to happen there? Well, we'll he's going to score, we'll he's going to score a goal on Sunday. We are supposed to say, like, oh, well done, Aubameyang. You turn it at the at the training, but you score a goal on Sunday. We're very happy. Is that what we're supposed to do now? I'm <coughs> sorry, I'm this not this kind of guy. I, I get you, and I I have half the same opinion, and the other opinion that I, the other half is let's wait and see. But it does make sense. Experience again, you know. Remember, guys, we said the you know the Deschamps Gareth transition. I mean, Morientes, you can't compare, and he barely played that season, but. This this feels like all in, right? From from the from the board and from from Marcelino, which is right. A few tweaks, we get the, some experienced players. What if the plan is to have him only for one year, and then to to hope that he's gonna score the 15, 20 goals Charles is talking about, and then ha- have him to well, you, to, you to go away to, to to Saudi Arabia after one year when you, when you when you he gets bored Alex. and things start to be starts starts, starts to give, not to work. You so give him Alexis Sanchez contract, which he didn't. Because he wanted three years. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 do, we, do we really Alexis, know the details there? Alexis could have. Uh, Alexis uh, would have had, had had the opportunity to sign many times, I think, and so far didn't, and I don't think he, he will. So there is a limit. Also, we are already way into preseason. We we are having some competition games in ten days. We have signed some new great players. Alexis has said he wants he wanted us to improve the team. We've improved the team. Alexis hasn't signed. Uh, we cannot just wait for the King Alexis to desires, you know, like. No, of course, but but to finish on Young before we move on to, to to our last signing so far is, it's a gamble. I, I agree with you, Charles. Yeah, yeah. It's a gamble with it, his it, reputation. It has, but, a gamble. But seriously, but sorry guys. If it pays yeah, off, just, if it pays just, off, yeah, right? Just to say, it's it's definitely a gamble. I'm also a bit concerned about about um, his speed. 
because he's been a player who's been ultra fast and relaying on speed. He's now 34 with this uh, dissoluted life. Uh, will that be an asset? It's fast. His football has evolved. He's he's kind of Bengal. This guy's knows so what still, to be. Okay, but okay. well, I mean, so he's making so run. Excuse me, Charles. But so if we're talking at OM, we've been struggling for a decent nine for I don't know how many years. Can we talk about a gamble of a player that we both, with the three of them, the three of us agree that he's most probably going to score at least 15 or 20 goals when we've been struggling for goals and for for a grand attaquant for so many seasons? So, so I, I take a gamble like that, honestly. <laughs> I definitely take a gamble like that. So my point is that's why that's why we disagree. Like to me, scoring 15 goals at any cost, I'm not buying into that. I'm not compromising just because you want your current attacker scoring 15 goals. Like I said, he's going out at Aix-en-Provence. He's coming light, late to the training. He's having an argument with the coach. He's going on the bench on Sunday. He comes from bench. He scores a goal. I'm sorry. I'm on the manager's side. I'm not happy. He's a fucking. I mean, he's, that's why I'm I'm not going to be happy with Aubameyang if he does that. So to me, yeah, I'm scoring, I, I, let's hope it look, won't be that bad. I'm telling you now, he's going to score 15, 20 this season. I'm telling you, well, we'll even if it. I don't like I'll, him. I'll take that, I'll take but that. You, but I agree with you. At any cost, I, compromising I, on no, your values. Well, I, it depends, it depends, how it, it depends on, on, you know, the, we'll see at the end of the season and, and we'll see who, I mean, we'll probably all be right. He's going to score the goals, but I'm, I'm 100% certain like you, I mean, 99% certain that there will be a disciplinary issue at some point. It, but we'll see. I mean, you know, he's not—he's not the only player in the dressing room, and, and he's joining a squad that has been together for for two, three years, most of them now. And we'll see. It, what happens happens, and we'll, we'll take stock at the end of the season. But we need the striker. We don't know if, if Sanchez is going to stay. He's not the same mentally and, and professionally wise, but he's the same quality wise on his day. So. At least there's that, right? But we'll, we'll move on, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have the chance to talk about Bamiyang in the coming weeks yeah. when, uh, I mean, when we see the competition. Yeah, like like Julia said, I mean, if you just look at the pitch and look what he's doing on the pitch, okay, good. Mm-hmm. But to me, I expect more from a Marseille player than just what he does on the pitch. So it's just Let's different approaches. Let's see. The, the, the club, we all like to think the club has changed dimension, and, and we'll see. The proof will be in um, in, in the pitch. Uh, on to our last signing. Um, personally, a bit of a surprise. I, I wasn't expecting this to go for this profile, but it may be because we're anticipating uh, a departure that we'll talk about just afterwards. But uh, Ismail Assaf from Watford. I mean, um, I've, I've seen him play in the Premier League and, and the Championship, and, and he's one of those sort of YouTube FC players, right? The streets will remember, blah, blah. He's capable of moments of brilliance, but overall, he's, he's been a bit inconsistent last season. But um, I mean, was it? Last summer or the year before, there were there were there were stories that Liverpool and Tottenham were willing to bid almost 50, 60 million for him. I mean, um, it sounds like the a bit like the the typical Pablo profile of um, you know Relance. I mean, trying to resurrect a player who has qualities but has maybe fallen off the the, the wagon a bit mentally and and has lost interest a bit in in football because. His club didn't accept an offer for him to a big club, and and he played in the championship and stuff. But another another African Senegalese filial, you know, we've got we've had quite a few Senegalese players at OM that have been very successful for us. I mean, uh, do we like this signing? Is he is he going to bring something different, Julian? 
what do you think he's gonna he's gonna be able um, to do it in Liga again? Uh, he yeah, was at uh, Rennes before, huh? He he yeah, was at Rennes, Rennes before. What uh, very convincing and uh, at Rennes, uh, from what I remember of him, uh, a bit lost lost his track uh, when he's been in the prem. But um, uh, I'm I'm closely confident about that signing. Like I think it's it's an interesting signing. Definitely also not a bad. I don't think a bad signing. Twelve millions apparently. Twelve thirty millions, right? For a player who's also still still young and definitely has potential. Yeah. I'm not as I'm not as ecstatic about a Lodi or even a Kondogbia signing, but you know why not? Um, uh, from I think he can he can be a player who basically he he will meet his personal history right now in 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 OM. We are now the big step in his career, and unlike an Aubameyang, for example, um, or even a Lodi, who's who's arguably uh, has 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 been into new clubs. Like now, you know, he's arriving at Marseille uh, from Championship. He has a lot to prove. Uh, from what I've heard, he can be a bit frustrating player um, in the maybe the quality of his passing, the quality of his vision, the sometimes dribbles a bit uh, uh, and lose and loses the ball, and he's sort of a bit like frustrating player in a position where where you know it's a bit part of the position also to 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 be a bit frustrating, but maybe a bit like a, a bit like a wild you know a bit wild young dog also a bit like uh, on the pitch etc. So I'm a bit like, you know, 50-50, but still, for me, not a bad signing in, in, in a position where we needed someone and, and potentially a great player. I, I, I wish he's going to, to set the, the velodrome on fire, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the signing as well. Uh, it, it fits Marcelinho profile for wingers. Um, what was it? it was Guedes, right? The name of that Portuguese midfielder on loan to, Guedes, yeah. to Valencia, we did so well. Yeah. He's fast, super fast. He can shoot, he can score, he can dribble. Um, like you said, also Ben is typical Marcelino, um sorry, Longoria profile. Someone with a lot of potential, not fully fulfilled his potential because he didn't get the love, the development he was supposed to get in at Watford. Um, but the potential is still there. What I like also is like, I'm talking about the, the age, the average age. We need those players which are getting close to peak of their career. We can't afford them buying them when they come out of an academy like what for did. So if we can get because they fell for one or two years in championship or in Premier League and came back at a cheaper price, I'll take that. Um, yeah, in Martino football, it makes a lot of sense. I think he's going to have a good, very good season. Uh, he's going to be competing for the role on the left or the right side now that Ender is on his way to Turkey um, for the, as a winger. And yeah, he's going to get the love, he's going to get the development, he's going to have the playing time. Uh, he's going to have the velodrome just sharing of every dribble attempt he had. So yeah, I mean, it's one of the players like when you, you go to the stadium to see them. Um, at Rennes, he was amazing. Uh, World Cup, he was amazing. He's a big game player. He can defend if he wants to. If he got the right willingness, the right manager to push him, he can really defend when in the 4-4-2. So it's, uh, I, I really like the signing um, personally. So so yeah, now it's just about giving the love to fully develop and have even a very consistent and not like a up and down season. But I'm I'm sure we can do that. Yeah, nothing to add. I agree. I, I think it's it's a good uh, it's a gamble, but not so much of a gamble because of his age and the price is cheap. But um, yeah, he's he's definitely the type of winger that if if he does 
find confidence and, and find consistency, he'll, he'll be quite decisive and quite spectacular in the system. That's it. Um, it's going it's to get us a lot of penalties if the referees are nice. Uh, we'll see. I mean, this is Liga. I mean, uh, I'm not expecting any penalties. He's uh, in the top, that... top 10% of penalty kicks one. Just uh, start out okay. there. That was in so. that was in in England, mate. I mean, OM in, in Liga. We know we know the refs, right? But that that closes the book on on our signings so far. Um, Let's I mean, that's open the signings. section. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the departures. Um, I'm I'm going to be quick because we we did say we'd try and cover the uh, the, the Champions League sort of uh, results and potential opponents so far. So I'm I'm going to be quick. Everybody knows. I dislike the guy. I, I've loved the player in the past, but I really dislike the guy. Um, it's time. And, and what's done is done. Thank you for, for the good memories. Very frustrated that we didn't see the best of him at OM and sadly it was at, at West Ham. And, and I, I only wish that we could have seen that, that version of him more often. Uh, I, I still have good memories. It turns sour, but but he's leaving at the right time with his his head held high. The club handled it with dignity and respect. Um, it was time. Thank you for everything, Dimitri. I guess, and um, yeah, it's a shame that, that you didn't live up to your promise. Oh, that was a nice uh, introduction to conversation. Um, <laughs> I think he's a player who kept us at a decent level at. Uh, at upper level, I mean, if Marseille move still in the top 50 clubs in Europe, let's say that, it's a lot thanks to him because we had two, at least two participation in Champions League thanks to him having a great season. So I think it really helped us to maintain our floor at a decent level and not drop further down like Lyon, Bordeaux, because he never had this player. Um, but he was also um, our upside, our ceiling. Uh, one good season, one bad season. Um, and we could not, like I said, if we've not won any title for the last four or five years, it was so close because this player was everything. Uh, and, and a black much. cat. <laughs> yeah, and a black cat. He just carried too much on his shoulder. We asked too much from him. Um, and he didn't have the discipline. He never has the, the drive to do so. Um, but I just, I just can't stop like thinking like where would we be now if Payet didn't make that first to come back to Marseille. This is really the only good signing we have from Ero. I mean, Garcia could have been like, oh yeah, you got 30 million to spend. Well, why don't we get Gervinho? Just imagine where would be it was, now. Um, Gerv- at the time, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was Ziek. Ziek was the other name. For, the, for that price. I mean, McCourt arrived and they wanted a marquee signing in that January window and Ziek was the first name that was that was rumoured. Um, similar sort of profile, right? And, well, you can never know how it would have turned out, but Payet came back, I agree. And like, I'm very frustrated again, but he, that, that the highlights, right? We, we, we would all watch them again, a bit like Thauvin, um, but Thauvin didn't, didn't have the potential it's, that, that Payet had different. and didn't show. But, um, but the, the Leipzig game, um, the whole Europa League run, the, the, the game against Lyon and their AVB when he you know he, he scored those two goals and he he, he led the team. So good memories. In terms of personality is very different. 
Tovan, exactly. like no one really cared. Payet could lift up a stadium. When he wanted to, and, and, and sadly that's yeah. my frustration. I don't feel like he wanted to uh, often enough, but but I would also agree with, with the opinion that he, he wasn't surrounded by the, the best of teammates. And and uh, you're right, Charles. I mean, in, you know, in, in, in the, the Gerets or, or Deschamps, maybe we would have seen the best of him for much longer and he would have, uh, OM would have, would have been much more successful in that period with a play of his quality. But yeah, sadly, I, I have a sour aftertaste that he'd never showed as, as much as he could have done and should have done. And so, when so I look may, back, may, you know. May I ask you a question? Yeah. I mean, I do understand the frustration because the guy has not fulfilled his promises. But don't give me in 10 years' time with your kids and you're going to be like, look, let's watch five minutes, the best goal of Dimitri Payet, YouTube video. Are you not going to do that? Are you not going to be like, Brody, I, I was there when he scored that goal on the corner. I was there I, when he made I, that. Brody Halfoli against Gangon. And, and Poker, that, that Poker Athens last, goal, last year, he sh- that should have been the Puskas award, let's be honest. Um, I hope I, that your I frustration will, will turn into positive memories at some no, point. No, I will, but, but it's frustration because of, but now it's over. I, you, you know, you always look at it differently when, when it's over and the, the, the page is turned. But I'll, very honestly, um. I'll show it and I'll still, I hope that I will feel the same way because I hope that now he's gone and we've turned the page and we finally pretty much fully recycled the, the, the squad um, in terms of those Sanson and Payet and Tovan and, and those guys that were along for, around for too long. I hope that <clears throat> I can look back at it and go, yeah, Payet was great, look at the highlights. But um, in, in the sense that, it will be because by then OM, we will have had success and we will have won the trophy again. And I'll be able to look back at it with less frustration and go, yeah, he was a, a means to an end. And, and he did. He carried those for a while. Yes, frustrated. But yeah, it's great to watch his YouTube highlights. But I hope that I'm not in the position in five, six, seven years, as you say, where I'm watching the highlights and going, for fuck's sake, I hated the guy. But Jesus, the, the, after him, there was no one as good as him. I really hope that's not the case because that would be even more sad, right? Um, but yeah, that's it. It's over. I mean, Julian, your, your turn to yeah, you, your advice. I, I think you wanted to say, Ben, that in in seven or ten years, when you think about Payet and watch the videos, you you'll think about him a bit mm-hmm. like an, an an ex, like a good ex that was not very stable and a bit lazy. But that was yeah, bad, but but but, but a necessary yeah necessary <laughs> learning but, but experience. You're the good <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty like much. no but i mean the the <clears throat> the the image is not a it's worth what is worth but what is interesting with payet is the you know is this sort of character that 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 never that at least raises strong strong feelings and we, you know it's a bit of a hate love him hate him and you might love him for something and hate him from from, from some of the things and etc and you know, I, I, I hope we'll have time to talk about him again. Maybe when he's going to have his jubilee, because he, he, he talked about that. So maybe on the occasion of his of his jubilee, maybe in a year or something, we could have a, a bit more extended play on a, on a, not a, maybe a Payet special or whatever. Why not? But tonight we have, time is limited and et cetera. So uh, I ju- I'll just say also thanks, Sil, you know, thanks Dimitri for the, for the great moments. And as Charles said, Thanks for carrying us when we've been shit. And and then what I also want to note is the very good timing this time. 
because one of the reasons why why Dimitri is leaving us now is also because I think Longoria understood that he couldn't just stay in the team like any other player. Because some people are saying, oh, you know, Payet, you should let him, you know, a bit like finish his last season with us, play his few games. A bit, it's a bit like Mondanda, no? It's not possible. He's, he's, our, he's our captain. He's been our captain. Last season, every time he was on the bench, half of the questions from the press conference were, what about Payet? Where is Payet doing? What is Payet doing? What is he eating? Is he happy? Is he unhappy? Etc. And I think for both and the players and the and the and the presidents and the and the coaches and everything, they wanted a situation that would be clearer. They wanted uh, to 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 clear things to to have things very clear and nice and clean. And it was done in a good way. It was done at the right at the right timing. And I think it's um, well played also from uh, from Longoria and Ribalta because. It was hard. It was hard for Payet. You saw that he didn't expect that, and etc. But still, he understood the decisions, and I think it's going to be healthier in the dressing room uh, on that level because yeah. you can't well, have, well, have a captain like that. Yeah, but but I was I was uh, another one of my reservations about the the Aubameyang signing was because if Payet stood around. Both of them had discipline issues together at Saint-Étienne, and, and if you have two of them in the dressing room, suddenly yeah. it, it can explode. But, but I agree, and, and, and I think I think they tried this last season. I'm, I'm pretty confident they tried to have this conversation with him last season, um, and he was like, "Ah, well, I've got my contract, and uh, well, you know, I've I've survived some party, and I, I had a great season last year. Let's give it one more go." And, and it didn't work out for either party, Possible. to be honest. Possible. And, and so I think this year's, I think both parties just came to a conclusion and the timing, as you say, you know, not too late in the window, um, not too early either, but it's like, it feels like a logical conclusion. He tried with the new manager. We don't know the ins and outs, but for we know it could come out in, in a few weeks or months that, that Marcelino and Longoria and Payet sat down after a couple of weeks of pre-season and, and said to him, look, Payet, Dimitri, honestly, you know the the, the 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 moments of brilliance are still there, but you're not gonna you're not gonna get more game time this season I, than you did last year. The moments of brilliance are, are still there, but if you're endlessly running after the ball uh, and being late on every on every ball, it's not gonna help. Yeah, and, there'll, and be, there'll be there'll be much honest, more red. Let's before. be honest. Where, where where could you imagine Payet in a Marcelino four four two? Just nowhere. Even so, in a four three two one, right? If, if with with what Charles yeah, is saying about the, the expectations. The, the, uh, I don't think we're gonna see much of the of the four to three one. We might see a bit of it, but I, I, I don't think we're gonna see that much of it. But yeah, we'll even see. that, like Payet, is, I think physically he has dropped a lot, and you know they we we only see what we see from our eyes, but but the the physios and all the 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 the, the, the teams and etc. They have all the data and all the things, and you know when you reach 35, 36 for a player like that. <clears throat> It's... Yeah, well, when, when he's not been professional, right? I mean, look at Sanchez. Who, he's a year younger, but look at look at how he is in terms of his his physical, you know, his fitness and stuff, and well, his mentality is younger. Not... Look at look at Messi as well. I mean, I don't want to compare Pai to Messi, but what has Messi no. done? He he he's he scores free kicks and he's very decisive, and it, you can't compare. But the thing is that the Pai has sort of drifted, and he hasn't changed and adapted his game to, to the decline of of his 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 physique. Which yeah, the big players yeah. do, and and that's, well, that's I, I, a big I thing. Think he has in a way, like I think the new Payet, the new Payet that came to us uh, when he came back, in a way evolved already. But I, th- I just think no, he's too old. Like he's way, he's, he's older than Messi. Yeah, he's, and he, 
And he's never had the same physique. He's never had the same physique. Yeah, but, he's, he, but, but he doesn't best, score. Uh, yeah, but he's just not decisive, right? I mean, I'm, the, one yeah. of the, my pet hates is when he takes corners and 80% of them don't clear the first post because he can't lift the ball. It's like, mate, you're, you're practicing that four hours a day in training. like, And, and yeah. then he, he doesn't score free kicks like he used to. And stuff. So suddenly he becomes less and less important because he's not decisive statistically anymore. And then, and then it's, you can afford them. That's where we are. But let's, let's, we, we agree. We, 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 we globally agree anyway. Yeah. Bye, we, could, bye. we could maybe revisit this. The, thank you yeah, very much. Thanks. And uh, later. <laughs> um, the, the next one we'll cover very quickly is Chengiz under. Um, uh, sorry, Alex, isn't it? <laughs> Um, I, I, I've heard the rumor that he's well. I know for a fact he landed in Marseille earlier with with his family to stay with his parents. Um, and uh, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be. Um, you talking uh, about Alex have, or you talking yeah. about? Yeah. No, I'm talking about Alex. But um, but but the rumor says um, I've I've heard from from a reliable contact that he's chained himself to the Villodrome and is begging for a goodbye kiss from Chengiz. Uh, so yeah, that's the rumor. Uh, it's been going for a few days, but Fenerbahce have been in touch. Um, we don't yet know the amount, um, the, the stories in the press that we've seen that are that they offered something like seven, eight million, and we want to double that. It seems like we found an agreement, so I imagine it's probably we met halfway with a percentage on resale or something. But as of a few hours ago, it's quite clear that Chengiz Ender is leaving. Um, and we, we, yeah, we gave him an award, didn't we? Uh, was it the Revenant Award, so the, the most improved player? Uh, this <laughs> season, <laughs> this Cengiz uh, win won an award? Yeah, well, was which award was it? Yes, yeah, so, so, so Payne won an award, which was shit, but uh, <laughs> it was the most improved player compared to his performance last season, but uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Award winner, another award winner who's going to leave us. Um, yeah, they're all leaving. We'll do, yeah, let's do let's do it very quickly on Chengiz because he's he's not Payet. But uh, um, thank you. I mean, when he joined, I remember uh, Steph and I did a, a, a special like like you did, Julian, with uh, with someone from Atletico that's going to be released in a few days about about signings from Roma. So it was a Serie A specialist. And his opinion that, was, yeah. oh, he he you know he's uh, he's a bit of a, a gamble again, like again Doozy, right? He's a uh, He's a bit injury prone and he struggles to play games. But in his first season with Sampoli, he played 44 games. This season, he played 42, I think. Um, so he, compared to, to what I was expecting from him, I was pleasantly surprised. As we said in the award show, I was very surprised. and, and Well, not surprised. I was very impressed with the way that after the World Cup, he, he came back with a, a fighter mentality and, and played several games in that, in that close role, which was plus role, sorry, which was a bit defensive and fighting and, and grift and physicality and stuff. So overall, personally, good memory of him. We didn't overspend on him. It, it looks like we're going to get almost as much as we paid for him. Um, he did contribute some some good good goals, some good um, assists. Uh, I remember being at the Vel when he got a brilliant assist for Milik against Angers last year. Uh, and he, he, he won his... He won it. He, you know, he scored the goal that won as a game at, at Bordeaux for the first time in what 52 years. Uh, so yeah, that's it. What's you know, thanks for everything. Uh, it's, it looks like we've, uh, as we discussed earlier, we've pretty much anticipated replaced him with with Ismail Assar anyway. But um, yeah, thanks for the memories, Chengiz, and and he will always be in, in OM history for that winning goal in in Bordeaux. Um, 
do you guys want to add anything quickly? Charles, maybe? Do you want? Yeah, I was I was looking at that transfer window from uh, 2021. Um, once again, it was a sad time to bring players with potential. We can't afford playing 30, 40 million for a player from Rennes Academy, but we try a player like um, Senji Zuta, who like one good season at Roma, didn't go, didn't manage to do well at, at Leicester. And we did pretty well. I mean, Paul Lopez, same situation, Under did well. Um, we just fell with Lirola, Gerson. So it's once again, if you transferred, like you are 50-50. But Under is one of the few cases like we did we did well, and he shined, and just gonna have good memories of the guy. Um, I love the player; did so well. You know, great mentality. So, um, yeah, farewell, uh, Sanchez. Uh, you did well. Yeah, if he leaves us, it's the same. Like, like um, a, 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 a bit like um, yeah. It, I'm going to be a bit sad to see him go, but I also understand. I think it's the right time to for him to go also like I, I i don't think he he exactly fits uh, the what i understood also of, of of the kind of game that marcelo wants he's not the best the perfect fit let's let's say even though he's a good player but um it was very a, a bit like kolasinac like a sort of player you are easily fond of because of of some sort of good mentality and very i don't know something human in him and something something i will miss frustrating at times yes also but um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna uh, happen with wishing him the best. Condom, yeah. You know. So, sorry. Like exactly what's going to happen with uh, Renan Lodi or Gendouzi, You know, he was a yeah, good player. Product did well, so. Let's right. hope so. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. And uh, yeah, bye bye, Sengis. If he, he if he leaves us, um, yeah. But um, it was a, it, it was nice to have him abo- aboard. Really, like. I will remember him fondly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, as I said, I, I've, he performed above the expectations I had of him. And uh, yeah, he, he scored some important games, uh, goals in, in, in some important games, notably last season. I think more last season than this season. But this season, he was more of a, a soldier, as, as you said, you know, like Lassenach. So mm-hmm. uh, can't complain. Yeah, thanks. If we get decent money for him, then this is this is the model, right? As long as we replace them with with quality, um, which you know five six years ago I would have been a lot more worried about because we were pretty shit at scouting. But the, the OM is different now, so yeah, this is the, the the new OM where the players are temporary, but class hopefully remains permanent. Um, that sort of closes the window very quickly, guys. I know we said we wouldn't do over an hour. It's an hour and ten, but Step very quickly. The- yeah, but, but well, you'll have to live with that it. should have be- been here to time us. Uh, just let's quickly, very, very quickly, sorry, finish with the, uh, the, the, well, the, the anticipated Champions League playoffs that we're going to have to play in ten days. Uh, our potential opponents, the draw was on Monday. It's going to be Panathinaikos, um, which we have a bit of a connection with. Djibouti played there after playing for OM uh, versus Dnipro, which also we played before. Um, actually, that was my very first game at the Val, guys. Dino uh, Petrovsk in uh, the UEFA Cup in 2005, was it? When Drogba scored the penalty and slipped at the Val? Yeah, I think it's uh, for 2004, Neil, right? yeah. 
No, we won one nil. We only won one nil the first the first leg at the Vela, I think. Um, and then we I, I can't remember we drew away in in freezing um, better, uh, Ukraine or something. But anyway, yeah. So that's that's the game they played yesterday. Uh, no, sorry, the day before Panathinaikos. As of now, our three one up on aggregate. Um, so it's yeah, quite likely we'll game. go to Greece. Yeah, yeah it's we'll, quite likely we're, we're, it's quite likely we're going to Greece. Uh, also, as we mentioned, because IOK Athens, which are, are, are a very close affiliated friendly club of OM, they're also uh, going to be playing. So it's likely that UEFA may switch games. We'll see what happens, but there won't be two games on Athens in the same week because the rules dictate that. But how, um, I, I don't know if anybody watched the game, but very quickly, um, I mean, it's not a ben, difficult draw, but it's not an easy draw. But what do you guys think? Say, Ben, quick one. Was it not yeah. one of the first game for Mathieu Flamini? I just I just got the lineup. It could the be. Game. Yeah, it could be. It just it could he, be. he replaced uh, Sylvia and Di after a few minutes next to Fabio Celestini. Right, all, all I remember from that game was that it was freezing cold. I had to beg my dad to, to buy the tickets I, the day before. I was in Ghana. It was it was empty. Uh, my dad, I, we were at I, the bottom of Ghana, he, he insulted Mido during the warm-up. Mido came over and wanted to fight my dad. So that's that's it. There you go. Yeah, from what I can remember, like, <laughs> Flamini might have one game, you know, the, the French Cup, uh, the run of French Cup, which is just after Christmas. So he yep. might have played and then he's starting really being like, Yeah, then uh, Andy was already the, and the if, coach by then, wasn't he? Uh, Roussier, Roussier was already, well, no, it wasn't Roussier, it was um, no. uh, Emo. Who was it before that? Potentially, I just got the line. No, Perrin. It was Perrin. Alain Perrin had just been sacked. Yeah, but like I guess it's the first game for one of the first game for Mathieu Flamini. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so very yeah, nothing like guys. Nothing like when you're already and already late on the podcast to talk about stuff from 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Five minutes. Mate, mate, (laughs) delighted. (laughs) <laughs> I feel old. It's, it was 20 years ago, almost year for year. Jesus Christ, I feel old. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Panathinaikos, I mean, uh, th- look, there are two schools of thought. One of them is, we, oh, we're OM. We should be steamrolling these teams, especially with Aubameyang and, and with the, the quality we've shown and, and how much we've improved and, and because we're the bigger seeded team and stuff. Then there's the, the, the more probably realistic school of thought of, of those of us who know this, this club sadly too well that maybe we we could shit ourselves um hopefully not but um i mean I, just very quickly each of you i mean we'll go with you Julien, first are you are you confident or are you a bit reserved i i don't like this draw uh but but we have to be confident we, we without being cocky or anything but we have to be confident we want to go to champions league we want to exist in champions league pantinaikos is on paper at best uh a fourth of the group of Champions League, so it's a sort of team we have to to beat uh, to win. I don't like the draw because it's never go. It's never easy to go in Greece, but I don't think they like the draw either, really. So we are favorite. We have to do the job. We will do the job, and let's and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say it's. I mean, I just watched um, 60 minutes of the Panathinaikos Dinepro. Dinepro game yesterday. Patiakos uh, looks like a typical bottom half of French League One, like good shape, good striker, good wingers. But against us, I guess, against us, going to park the bus 
And yeah, so the, the the type of team that would, that would get a one nil at the Vel, basically, you're saying, right? Exactly, especially especially, <laughs> at, especially especially at the beginning of the season with the new manager, everything. Um, so it could go wrong, but if, if you look at the draw, it could have been worse. Um, I'll take that. I'll definitely take the Greek. Um, I mean, it's just I mean, we we have enough quality, I think, uh, to score and to win. To win, yeah, we might lose one. But overall, I mean, I would give us like favorite at a 70%, 80%. Uh, Think can still happen, but it's two, it's two, it's two legs, right? So, I mean, we, we I'm, have more, to do I'm more job, concerned right? about yeah. the next leg. I'm more concerned about the next leg, especially if Rangers can beat um, Gank and we end up like paying yeah. PSV. It's more concerning. Yeah, that, that. Well, before we go to the next leg, let's let's do this one, right? But um. To finish off, I think that the one thing that I'm 90% certain of with the, with this game and this draw, if we do get the Greek team, is that there's, again, going to be incidents <laughs> home and away in the yeah. streets and the stadium because uh, Panathinaikos are rivals of Aoka and because we're closely affiliated, there's likely to be crowd trouble and the ban and all of the, the, the stupid stuff that we we're a bit tired of seeing. Uh, when it comes to and OM, but very I'm, I'm, anyway. I'm expecting, yeah, we and we've got a we've got a um, um, suspended sentence as well. I think it's like two game ban or something behind closed doors. So let's see, let's hope it doesn't come to that. But let's finish off on that note that, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe record before that game happens. But uh, thanks guys for joining. Thanks, it was good fun, guys. Thank you, um, thank yeah. you very much. Have a good, uh, good couple of weeks, guys, and we'll be back in in time for the start of the season.